Hey, Business Building Warrior. I've got another episode today with some guests that are going to talk about their Amazon business journey. They're doing such a great job. It's a young married couple with a couple young daughters. They homeschool. They've blended their e-commerce adventure into their homeschooling adventure. Dad is home now after having some pretty crazy job assignments where he's had to travel and be gone extended periods of time. They're all under the same roof now, doing life together, building a business together. Another one of these beautiful stories that's emerged from our community. I can't wait to introduce you just a moment to Tori and Brandon Knudsen. Now, Tori's actually just come on board as our, one of our most recent coaches as well. They're having so much success. And as you may have heard us talk about before, when our students start to have success, we kind of find out, do they have a teacher's heart? And if they do have a teacher's heart and they're succeeding and they have a few extra hours per week, we ask them to come on board and consider being a coach on the team. That's exactly what they're doing. So you're going to be hearing from one of our new coaches today, hearing their model. They talk in very glowing terms about this community, about the proven Amazon course, about what it's meant to their journey. They had no clue about selling in e-commerce up until, as you hear shortly, that uh, Tori's mom, Lisa, mentioned, hey, you should check out this podcast. I think you guys might benefit from it. And even though Tori's mom, Lisa, has never sold online before, she'd heard good things about us. So they started listening to this podcast, became convinced this is something they wanted to check out. And here they are now, just to bring the numbers up to speed, uh, $40,000 per month at just under 20% profit margin, working very flexible part-time at this business they built an incredible business that supports them. They're able to move out of their mom's basement as a young married couple, struggling through COVID and some uncertainties there. Well, they've got their own house now and their business is run out of their garage. And life is certainly heading in a very positive, encouraging direction for this young couple. You're going to enjoy getting to meet these guys. Let's get Tori and Brandon on the line right now. So Tori and Brandon, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us, Jim. Great to have you guys here. I think we'll go ahead and just go right to you, Tori, to kick it off. Let's get into your story. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So back in 2016, we were living in my parents' basement, actually, at the time, just to be able to save money. We had our, at the time, our only daughter. She was about eight months old, I think. We had moved, we live in Georgia. And so my husband and I had moved to this area because the film industry was growing. And so we decided to move into my parents' basement so we could save some money. Um, and at the time, he ended up getting his first film job, and we were really excited about that. Um, but he was still making not a lot of money. And so my mom is actually the one who said, Hey, like, uh, have you ever heard of Silent Sales Machine and uh, Jim Cockrum? And, um, you know, have you guys ever thought about selling on Amazon? And so just to make a little bit of extra money. And so we started looking into it, heard about the podcast and just the group and things like that. And so we decided to check it out and we kind of dabbled, to be honest with you, we kind of just started. We really had no idea what we were doing. Um, my yeah, husband- it seemed very, a very big kind of task at the time. And when she first posed the opportunity to me and at first I was like, I don't know anything about, but I did a little research and, you know, what, you know, we, we just went for it. We went for it. And literally <laughs> just went out into a store, started scanning, and 
testing and buying. And so that was during Q4, um, during 2016, and it worked well. And so we just kept going and learned and grew and um, just started doing, you know, a few thousand in sales a month, making, you know, a few extra hundred dollars on the side, kind of get us by, help us save and, and go from there. And we did that for a long time. And then back in 2020, when everything happened with the pandemic, we started growing a little bit more just so we could make extra money. He was still in the film industry. Film had obviously been shut down. I was also um, teaching voice lessons. My background is in musical theater. And so I was a private voice teacher for a long time. And I wasn't teaching a lot of lessons then either because of COVID and everything like that. So we started doing more Amazon. And again, it was going very well. And then I think it was back in... Sometime in 2021, I I can't remember exactly, but Brandon started getting more serious and looked into the replens course that is offered through PAC and um, got really excited about it and said, I think we can do this. I think we can do this more. And so we started learning that dabbling. Um, But then in summer of 2021, he got a big film job that was going to be just a financially smart thing for us to do. And so he said, I think that if you can focus on Amazon and I can do this film gig when I'm done with the film job, I think we can do this full time. And I was like, you are crazy. Like, I don't know if we can do that. And so mind you, he had done RA and he was going to be gone. We have two little girls. I was like, I can't do RA. He's like, well, we'll do, we'll figure it out online. And I'm like, okay, we'll figure it out. So that's when we met a few people online and kind of got into a mastermind group. And I learned OA and just did a bunch of research, applied the replens model into OA and learned that by working with people. And um, fast forward, here we are, April. Um, He's been off of this job, that film job since um, end of January Mm -hmm. and does not plan to go back into the film industry full time. Really? Full-time. Yeah, not so, full-time. You know, he'll dabble, but... Sure. Well, I'm curious, you know, just to, to get a little more background on you guys, when you say film industry, you know, that's interesting to me. Like, what was your role? What was your... What kind of things did you do? So I was primarily in reality TV. I worked for a bunch of different network and sports-related type projects, you know, TV series, things and like that. Um, I started out as a production assistant. You know, I got a call one time. I had met some... Someone who knew someone who knew someone that was looking for somebody. And so I got my foot in the door and I just worked hard, worked those, you know, kind of their, their longer hour days. Um, they're yeah. not normal, normal nine to five at the time for our lifestyle at the time was, was fine. It worked great. I loved it. It was so much fun. And then, yeah, I was in the industry for a while. Um, and I just, when she talked about the big opportunity um, was to to move up in the camera department. And so I became a first AC or a first assistant camera and also did some media operation too. And yeah, just... That's, a, that's your... Is that what you went to school for or... It is. I yeah. went to okay. community college in uh, Arizona where I grew gotcha. up. And so that, so that was the kind of career path you had in mind. And mm-hmm. yes, you yes. drifted now into this, but... And we'll get off that topic in a second, but I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. You know, if anytime I anytime I hear someone that's worked on reality TV, I think a lot of us have the same question. I apologize, you've heard it a hundred times. I bet I'm guessing. How scripted is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the stuff that I was on, I can't speak for all. I think a lot of you know companies and everything, they they do their own thing. They, they have, have their different approaches, sure. Just in general. 
in general. And so I don't know all those other shows, but the ones that I can say for I was on, and as far as I knew, again, I wasn't in the part of the actual production team, but on set, it wasn't very scripted. Like it yes. just, it was I mean, a camera changes everything as we all know, but sure. yes. yeah, I mean, it, when it, you bring it, a, these aren't paid actors. You this know, is actually, yeah, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> but, you just um, gave it a little more credibility in my book. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun. I met a lot yeah. of great people, a lot of great crews. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's why I can't, I, I told her, I'm like, I really don't want to fully give this up completely. Uh, I want to be open to be able to take some, because there's really cool opportunities out there that places you go. I've been, I they travel you to various places when on reality TV, when, you know, Whatever, whoever the talent is goes to a certain place. I mean, you, you have get to go with them. <laughs> so they take yes. you with, you, with sure. them and sure. uh, go do some really cool places. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. that's great, though, that you guys have been able to trans. You know, I got to imagine that uh, through this transition, it's been some pretty high stress. You know, we kind of talk about 2020 in hindsight. And I was like, yeah, it was rough. And like, mm-hmm. no, it was brutal. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you guys were like, what are we going to do for a living here? Yeah, it was challenging because actually, so he did get a film opportunity in 2020 in the fall, which was completely unexpected. But from March to about August, we were, we were stressing and he did other things to be able to make some income. I still was able to teach a little bit through zoom, but I'm really thankful that we had Amazon to kind of fall back on and immediately just like, okay, well, let's just find more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so does your mom do Amazon too? Or was she no. just familiar with us? No, she had just heard about you guys. And you know, to be honest with you, I don't know how she heard about you. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it was through, so she's very big in the homeschool, uh, world. Georgia, uh, world, the homeschooling she world here. Yeah. And uh, yes. she's, she's a, a president of a board. Yeah. And yeah. so you know, she meets a lot of people. And so she could have heard from someone else yeah. that they did it. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting uh, to know. And um, I would love to to find that out from her and, and have her come to our event, maybe even on me. Just thanks, mom. <laughs> you know, yeah, right? <laughs> let's get her there. Uh, yeah, the, those two worlds overlap very, quite beautifully. The entrepreneurial, and we'll get into that a little bit more, maybe as we, as we unpack today's conversation, but the homeschool mentality and the entrepreneur from home kind of mentality, like those two worlds blend very beautifully and and enhance each other quite nicely. And that's kind of what you guys are doing, right? So fantastic. Okay. Well, let's keep the story going. Thanks for letting me shift us off. I I like to get to know the people a little bit behind the interviews besides just from an e-commerce standpoint. So, all right, keep it going. We've tried to throw you off there, Tori. Let's get back on track. So, um, like I said, you know, we, I, we really transitioned into doing OA, OA replens still dabbles in RA, but to be honest, that is not my favorite. Like if I don't have my computer and some of my tools right in front of me, I, I, yeah, I need those. So now that's what we primarily do. Um, and we've been full-time, I would say, you know, Q4, we were probably doing full-time numbers, but really, you know, like we're relying on this, you know, really working this business full-time has been since January. Of 2022. Yeah, of this year, 2022. This year. So, so we're, we're just a few months yeah. in to yes. the full-time part of your journey. Here we are towards the yeah. end of April as we're recording this 2022. Right. So just yeah. a few months full-time. But you started back in 2016 playing around. Let me just throw a couple terms out that we've used to make sure we don't lose anyone. If this is the first episode they've heard, OA, RA, what are these things? Just online arbitrage is buying things online and reselling them. RA is retail, going to a brick and mortar store. 
So some people don't like to do one, they do one more of the other. And there's other op- options out there as well, of course, too, but you can shop online and do it just the same. So don't want to lose anybody on that terminology. But yeah, talk us through. This is a new reality then. And this is how you guys are paying the bills and, and you're building a business for a few months in. Yeah, yes. take talk us through it. So one of the exciting things that has happened for us is, so for a long time, we were working upstairs in our little office, which is about a hundred. I mean, I think the room's like a hundred square feet. Like it is, <laughs> it is small. And we eventually got to the point, probably even back in the fall where we were like, this is not going to work. We cannot do this anymore. Not if we want to upscale and really yeah, take this thing to the next level. All the products, like it was so many products and prepping. You couldn't even walk on the floor. I mean, it was right. just. And then there was just the hassle of bringing them up the stairs, you know, coming yes. out with these big bags of retail. And then, then uh, or we, you know, if we did get boxes, sometimes they would put large amounts and some carrying things up the stairs and then our girls want to help. And so they're trying to carry these boxes. Dropping stuff down, down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. so we actually are in the process. We're in a, so we're renovating our garage and to be our prep area. And so it's to the point where it's workable. I wouldn't call it pretty out there by any means, but it is workable. It's functional. It's functional. It's, yes. it's, you it's know, a nice open space. and cooled and yes. insulated and everything like that. And so we're working on trying to make it actually a nice space to want to be in, add some windows, not feel so dungeon like yeah. yes um but that has been one of the big things and a big investment that we've done is okay we we want to at this time at least prep from our home we'd rather add an employee than necessarily go the um, prep center route at this time and so yeah so that's been a big part of our journey that we've been excited about too that's how your scaling is uh you know it, from home basically yeah. and you're going to max that out as best you can Without yes. no plans, like get a warehouse anytime soon necessarily. You're just maxing out what you can do from home, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Because you don't have to. We have plenty of people who have grown very large without getting any kind of facility. They can hire neighbors as an option, right? Right. Uh, that you have, or like you said, a prep center, which mm-hmm. prepcenternetwork.com is a resource for that if people want to look for that. Better make myself a note. We'll stick that in the show notes along with anything else we mentioned today. But all right, let's talk through some specifics. Like you're selling replens. Most people will know what that is. Some may not. We don't have to spend a lot of time on that. But how many of them have you been able to find and how do you find them online? Like, Talk us through your general strategy. Yeah. So I would say about 50% of our business is replans versus like a traditional arbitrage um, strategy. I'm definitely like, I will not shy away from a sale. <laughs> like I, if Beautiful. I, no reason I, to. <laughs> I will go for it. So how we've been able to find replans. So it's kind of changed um, over the past six months. I honestly, I have a few different ways that I source and I'll kind of go off on my mood. So I do use tactical arbitrage. Um, I've been fortunate enough to been in a group with several people who are very, very good at tactical arbitrage and have taught me how to use it in a very um, unique way um, rather than just the typical way that I think a lot of people will use it. And so I've been fortunate enough to learn that and really um, leverage that to help find products and, um, find replens. Another thing that I will do is we do use leads lists, but in a very strategic way, we will not just Mm -hmm. go on a leads list and start buying things directly off of it. Mm -hmm. I'll use that as almost like a a research tool. I want to revisit that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) To help me find uh, different things. But then I also really, I mean, if I have found a replen at one spot, I like to go through that brand and what else in that brand can I sell? And and I will try to exhaust that brand as much as I can to be able to find things. Um, You know, and over time, I feel like with 
obviously with retail arbitrage, there's a lot of options out there, but online, there's so many websites that until I started doing Amazon, I had never heard of. And right. so as you get going and into it, it really opens your eyes to, oh, I can look there and oh, I can look there. And TA has been a good resource to kind of help me narrow some things down to find those products. So yeah. Beautiful. And to keep everybody up to speed, there's a few things I want to recap here. Tactical arbitrage, we actually get a group discount. We've got some new training coming just for that tool. So it, it can be a fairly complex tool. You mentioned you're in yes. a group. You've got to figure it out yes. together. It's very complex. People can be a little overwhelmed by it. So yes. don't start there. No. <laughs> but, yes. right? but you yeah. can kind of grow into using, and there's all, kind, all kinds of great tools out there. But this one, to put that out there in the show notes, there's a link discount and, and some training that we have coming within the next few months of the release of this episode at the longest, we're going to have some great training because we're hearing some really exciting success stories and there's many ways to use that tool. Yes. Um, so uh, one of the things I didn't want to leave untouched was you talked about buy lists and I'm curious how many ASINs you have now too. So on buy lists, you said, you know, you use it as a research tool. And, and before I let you dive deeper into what you meant, meant by that, I just want to let folks know that we've never really endorsed buy lists because they can kind of be like, you can put too much faith and hope in them. And then you become very disappointed very quickly when you realize everybody's buying the same stuff I am. It keeps racing to the bottom. Mm-hmm. But as a research tool, which is what you refer to it as, yeah, there's some interesting opportunities there. So tell me how you use a, a buy list. A, in other words, a list of ASINs that someone else has put together for a, for a group of people. Mm-hmm. How does that help you get going in the right direction? So it's not, for me, it's not just about ASINs. It's also the places that they're sourcing from. I've been able to learn of a lot of places online that I, like I said, I'd never heard of until I saw these stores on these leads lists. And that's when I started just going into those stores at very unique places and finding the products that were selling on Amazon. Those um, online stores. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Online. They don't have yeah. retail spaces. They're only online. And so that alone has been a huge help. The other thing that is nice about that is let's say, you know, they have a brand on there that I can sell. Like I said, I'll go in and exhaust that brand. But there are a lot of times where I find that the leads list, you know, they're they're putting on there what they need to put on there, not necessarily everything that they're finding as well. And so there'll be a lot of people who go on there, buy all of it, and then that's what they do. And that works for some people, but that wasn't working for us. (laughs) And so by what I like to call rabbit trailing off of the leads list, whether it be through the sourcing site or the brand to be able to find replens or, you know, possibly an item that's on sale. That's how I mainly use it. And I believe that we have, I think we have like 230, 250 ASINs. That's a great base. Along with some of your retail, you're not afraid to hit a sale. You know, you're not going to walk past those $20 bills kind of attitude when, you know, you see something, hey, this is marked down 80% off. All right. How's it selling on Amazon? And that's a very low hanging fruit. And that's the model most people think that we're teaching and talking about here. but. That model kind of caps out. And if you're in full hustle mode, just looking for sales, Mm -hmm. that is a serious hustle. It's an adventure. You never know what you're going to get. It's not stable, but it kind of caps out around, you know, an 80 to $100,000 a year income, which isn't too shabby, but that's hitting it hard. Like a couple like you guys hitting it hard. That's all you do. Yeah. The nice thing about the nice thing he always tells me, he's like, go back and find the items that, you know, we like, and I'll be like, oh, I need to source. Or if we had a busy week, it's always go back to those items. And every time I'm just so thankful that I could just go back and find those same items. The boring Um, replans you're talking about. 
Yes. That's like, it takes me five minutes and it's not very exciting, but man, when I, you know, know that I can get a bunch of them and as we've tested it, we know it's going to sell. It is, it's a huge relief. Yes. It adds so much stability to the model. It's scalable. It's automatable. You can hire others to run the thing for you. But as of now, it's just the two of you I'm detecting. Is that correct? Yes, Yes. that's correct. Okay. Yeah. So what are your plans going forward? Like the next six months or so, like, where do you think this is heading? Well, so right now we're kind of in the middle of a little bit of transitioning since I um, uh, became a coach Mm -hmm. um, with your team. He's definitely going to start doing more and and taking some of the things that I've learned. So I'm going to teach him (laughs) how to do some of the sourcing the way that I do it because he's really used to doing RA. He is the one who does all of the prepping and taking care of all of the products. I I find them and I say, here you go. (laughs) You you take care of it. So he'll... So I need a bigger space. (laughs) Yeah. So he'll start doing more actual sourcing and, you know, kind of like the backend stuff with Amazon or the little things that come up that need to be taken care of. I'll still source, but also adding on coaching as well. So that's kind of... So we're in a little bit of a shifting period, but it's good. It's yeah. Good. So when I ha- had my, the most recent film job that I was on, because before when, you know, back when in 2016, and you alluded to this a little bit ago, you know, I was just doing the RA and just finding sales and what was on the shelf and just finding those deals like that. Scanning barcodes. It, it was good. Yeah. Scanning barcodes and just trying to find what I could because that was what I had time for. And that's what we were using it for was supplemental at the time. And it really, I guess it was supplemental throughout Mm -hmm. entirety. But when I was coming off of this film job or even just in between that, she was doing a lot of the the stuff that, you know, she just mentioned, you know, doing all of the sourcing and the, you know, finding various things. And I... (laughs) didn't really, wasn't able to put in, you know, I was gone. I I even traveled every week for my job. And so I just couldn't spend the time doing that. But with this transition now, um, that's why I'm able to kind of take over. And then she's decided to coach. So more time. Yeah. Excited to have you on board as a new coach. And we're going to be, this community is just exploding. (laughs) It's so incredible. And uh, yeah, it seems like writing on about a coach a week right now. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are going to be working full-time. What's your schedule going to be? Like, what are you guys looking at? Like, take me through a typical day or typical week. Who does what and what roles? I mean, we've kind of defined it out, but how, how much time are you guys putting in on this? So once I finished that film job and we started basically beginning of uh, February of 2022, we started putting together a schedule because, uh, or because our you know daughter was homeschooling. She was just finishing voice lessons. Um, she's not doing those at the moment to free up some more time to work. Uh, so a typical day, you know, I've noticed when she sources and when I'm able to, when this, you know, items start showing up at our door. And so things don't get overwhelming in there. I've kind of spaced it out. So every other day is when I will spend time in there because I'll have, because I'll have enough time to prep and ship out stuff. So for sure, Mondays, I typically work probably about three, four hours just myself. She's off doing stuff with the girls or... Yeah. So we um, have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Yes. Um, right. And they take up a lot of time. Yes, they do at that yeah. age. Yes. They love to come find me in the office. Yeah. We're starting to be able to find a way to... Because they're excited that I'm home now. Oh, uh, that's just so, so beautiful. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, they're really excited that they could just pop in. They like to put stickers on Amazon products. <laughs> yes. They love to label with me. So they love to, to pack and that kind of thing. So I've been teaching our oldest, especially that. And then, yeah, so I'll do that pretty much four hours a day, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It just depends. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, either I'll try and help her source for a couple hours if there's sales stuff going on. Obviously, sales, especially for us, they just kind of pop up whenever. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were just on our anniversary trip <laughs> back in March. And, and uh, a sale popped up. A we sale like, popped up. <laughs> and we're like... With with replans that we, uh, we Yeah, love. with replans that we know. And we're right. just like, can't pass this up. Just so, an hour. so we, you know, it was a it was a really nice, actually relaxing trip. So we were able yes. to spend, we were able to just, you know, hey, just take an hour away. And yeah. Go do so that. Yeah. as far as me and sourcing, I probably spend anywhere. Some weeks I'll only spend four or five hours. Sometimes it can be up to 10 hours. It just depends on am I in a place that I need to find more products, more replens, or am I just going back and I'm just buying all of the same things? So I probably honestly spend maybe 10 to 15 hours a week is probably what I'm working. Like I said, we do homeschool. Our oldest is in first grade and um, we're pretty involved in our church community as well. So we definitely have different things going on. We stay pretty busy. My family lives close by. So really me working probably, I, I could probably add on a little bit more, but 20 hours a week is like, I'm done. Like I'm gonna. And so that's why we're excited for him to do more so he can be more closer to the 30 yeah. hour a week mark probably. And that way my time can be spent Which for me, the, students. For me, the trade-off when I was in film or just the last gig that I had, I was doing 40 plus hours a week. I was gone normally, typically Friday through Monday. Some day, some weeks was a little different, just depended on the talent schedule and things like that. It could fluctuate. Um, sometimes when we did a big trip, I was gone for a week. So right. trading off doing, you know, 10, 15 hours of prepping slash sourcing slash whatever else needs to be done for the and business. Then, or maybe I drive out to a store that's, you know, 10, you know, 10 yeah. minutes away and do a little bit of sourcing there. It's a huge blessing yeah. and trade off. It's a, it's a slower pace, yeah. flexible, yeah. sleep in if you need to, want to stay up yeah. late, do we're, it if you want. We're, yeah. we're, night, we're both night owls. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... so even thinking about having him do 30 hours a week, it's like, no big deal. Yeah. Well, you know, our, our family is, we, we homeschooled, we do this entrepreneurial thing for 20 years and we've found people accuse us sometimes, our family, like you guys have a weird schedule. Like <laughs> we live on, you know, we're on the East coast time zone. Mm-hmm. But we really kind of live more of a West coast, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. so do we. we're going to be yeah. in bed till nine or 10 AM and we're going to be up till two or three in the morning. Well, if you look at the California time, that's about right. You know, right. Like, okay. You're getting up at seven in the morning and you're up until about 10 at night. Like, you know, just add three hours sure. for our family. And that's kind of how we roll. We, we'd blend right in on the West coast with our time schedule. But this, we found that we're kind of missing the, the rush of everyone else's schedule. Like, you know, we're going out for dinner after everyone else is already done with dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're we have to go out. After the school trips have already cleared out. Right. Mm-hmm. If we have to go out during rush hour, we're like, this is not, this <laughs> right. is not it. Like, <laughs> Learn to avoid it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we have a we have a group that we go to Wednesday nights, and you know they make the group start time at the exact the best time that they can for people to be able to get off of work and go. And but for us, where they live to get there, it's 
It's not what's fun. supposed to be about a like 10, 15 minute drive turns into about 30, 35 minutes. For yeah, we're we so spoiled with the flexibility, the, with the stuff that really. everyone else has to put up with irritation. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And normally when I try and do, you know, going to stores or anything like that, I try to plan it ahead of time. Of like, okay, I'm going to do it on a weekday. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it at around this time mm-hmm. that normally everybody else traffic. is. Yeah. To avoid traffic, you know, school's yeah. already in or out. And then, yeah. Avoid those Friday nights in the stores for sure. Yeah. Right? Pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you guys are settling in quite nicely to this. And I can tell you after 20 years of kind of living that lifestyle, like I wake up grateful every day, just yes. amazed because I did enough of the get up at six in the morning so you can be out the door by seven you can see you all at six or seven tonight, depending on how crazy the day is. Like, it's like, are we a family? I never, we never see each other. What's going on here? You know, so I have a deep appreciation for having been in that environment, kids right here, you know, as we're recording this, three of my kids just pulled up one, one of my oldest picked up to the others from work and they're all hanging out right now, coming in the front door. And you know, I'm right here in the mix of doing life with our kids since they were little and the dividends that's paid are priceless. And in this model and, you know, e-commerce in general, but specifically this model is providing that for a lot of people in our community right now. So I love hearing these stories. Hopefully it encourages someone to give it a shot and, and big thanks to your mom for sure. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it your mom, Tori? We said? My mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> so cool. Hey, quick interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. But I want to make sure you know about The Proven Conference coming up August 12th through 14th, 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. Join hundreds of your fellow business building warriors, the same people who listen to this podcast, the successful students you've heard interviewed, the coaches on our team. There's over 60 of them. We're all going to go, hundreds of us, to Louisville, Kentucky, August 12th through 14th. We want you there. Come hang out. Be a part of this incredible community. We've done this several times in the past. It gets better every single time. It's unlike any other conference you've ever been to because the stage and all the breakout sessions are comprised of the great leaders and students from our own community. We don't bring in outside experts that you could go watch on YouTube anytime you want. No, we are putting on stage the people that you'd love to meet face-to-face. It's an event unlike any you've ever attended. It will change your life. August 12th through 14th, 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. See theprovenconference.com for details. Theprovenconference.com. There's a link in the show notes as well. Okay, let's get back to the program. I love hearing these stories. Hopefully it encourages someone to give it a shot. And and big thanks to your mom, for sure. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was it your mom, Tori, we said? My mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) So cool. All right. Well, did you say... Yeah, you said how many replens? Did you say 100 and... So I, yeah, so it fluctuates, you know, obviously like some replens we'll have for a while and then yeah, other, sure. you know, we'll they hit it of, off. So yeah, I would say it's about 50, 50, as far as what is, you know, we are hitting up. sales versus correct. What's replens repeat, yes. repeat, easily found products that just serving these underserved ASINs as we've described. And some honestly, of them. Even for the last, 
I mean, since if you were to have asked that question at the beginning of the year, I feel like our we're just more and more we're we're really trying the growing of the replans aspect of it. If we do this conversation a year from now, I, I will tell you it would probably well, hopefully we'll be looking more 80, 90 percent as replans and yeah. less sales. I think you'd be wise to head in that direction. Just as oh, a general well, that is exactly where our, that's where our trajectory is going. Good. Um, you know, now yeah. that I'm out of you know doing full time you know film stuff. That's what we're, that's what we're building towards for sure. And we, we've, you know, the community that you have on Facebook there, where we found people that she talks to all the time has really helped in not only helping teach us, but also just encouraging us in general. And I think that's one of the reasons why Tori really wanted to do or be a coach is because again, I mean, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and just the encouragement you give, but also yeah, just just the, the community in general on there. It's it's very. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't we want to it's, continue to get back? It's to definitely a, an example of many hands making light work for everyone. If you know, if we had a really small team trying to do what happens around here every day, it'd be impossible. But yeah. what we've got instead is, you know, like our coaching team is up around sixty people now, and so no one's getting overwhelmed. They're like, hey, you got to take on 20 students this week. How's that sound? Like no one, no, it's like, here's another one. It's been a few weeks. Oh, here's another one. So everyone who comes to the programs working with someone who's fresh and they're not overwhelmed and they're running the business themselves. It's this very loosely organized, but very organized at the same time kind of structure uh, we, where many of us have never actually met face to face, but it's just this incredible community serving each other. And yeah, Tori, it's really cool to have you on board. It's yeah. super really exciting. I can't stress enough what being involved in a community of other sellers and particularly having a small group that you talk with consistently has really yeah. done for our business. Like yes, I can absolutely. say for a fact, we would not be where we are today without nope. them. Um, without those relationships. Right. Relationships. And now you guys have been to live events before, correct? Or not? No. no. no? So you haven't. But you're yes. planning to come in August. Yes. yes. Okay. So, so that'll be your August. first one. So, yeah. we have so you've been, been able to establish these relationships even without being in person, which is great. That should reassure people. You so don't have to come to a live event. People, two people in our group, Leah Maudlin and Jessica Decker, mm-hmm. we've met them. And um, Jessica and Joel live actually only a few hours away from us. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And, okay. Yeah. So we've met some, but we're excited yeah. to meet more when uh, we come to conference. I think there was, and this was kind of a drawback until I, I stopped working in film, uh, is that we, um, I think we were trying to attempt to go to the previous one, but I think it was on dates. Yeah, the previous conference you had. Uh, yeah, I think dates were on days where I was working. Tampa last year. Yeah. 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 But and this year, so, August yeah. 12th through 14th, you got it marked out. You're going to be... You got it marked out. Yep. It's, yes. it's That's awesome. To be able to have... Because it, you, you know, it's on a weekend. And I was always working weekends with the previous job that I had, which... In there's some no, ways was good. In some ways it was it was a little difficult to plan for other things. And there's no vacation like days. Yes. And there's no vacation <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah. Right. Can't really call out sick either. It's it's not really uh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but now you've got this extreme flexibility. And right. yeah. Yes. Well, I, I want to hear some numbers too. I don't want to leave out that part. Whatever you guys are comfortable sharing. We haven't really shared, you know, how's it going? I mean, this yeah. is what you guys do for a living now. And so talk us through it. Yeah. So right now we're averaging about 40,000 in sales per month. Um, and that is steadily growing. Yeah. And our margin over just, we did 2022 margins in general. So the average, I 19.47%. That's yeah. very precise. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> I went into our numbers today and I, I grabbed it. So yeah, we definitely do use some tools and things like that, that, you know, probably bump our mark, you know, bumps it under just shy of 20%. But 
we're happy with it. Yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. And you guys have a house now. We didn't really talk about that. Like what's your living arrangement? Mom's still nearby. Yeah. What's the, no, yeah. our parents okay. are nearby or my parents are nearby. We do have our own home, mm-hmm. you know, not huge, but our garage was, you know, more than enough space to be able to run the business. Yeah. Yes. So that's been nice. Yeah, to not have all of our stuff in all corners of our house. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, where else do you guys want to go with this? I mean, you know, not to put any pressure, but hey, you're a coach on the team, Tori. So, you know, yeah. take over. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? It's your show now. No, just oh, okay. uh, what else is on your mind? You know, lessons learned, things we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. hear, hear from your hearts. Yeah. So one of the things that's really important to us is, you know, like we said, we homeschool, we run our business, we're around our children a lot. And it's very important to us what kind of values and things we're instilling in our kids. And so um, it seems like we have that in common. And so what are some things that you really feel like have been great for you with balancing all that as far as working and family life, especially with little kids? Sometimes they do not like that we are working. <laughs> and so ah, yeah. that can sometimes like, be yeah. a challenge. Like, Dad, you're home now. You play know? with me. It's playtime. Here's my dolls. Yeah. Right. So let's go. Can I paint your nails? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, we did the we have four boys and our youngest is our only girl. So yeah. I thought I had it all figured out. But you threw that girl in the mix, that changed all the rules. <laughs> And so yeah. I don't, you know, you guys haven't done boys yet. I, I think, I think it's easier to raise boys. You keep them alive until they're 18. And that's the gift, right. you know, like keep them from jumping on their head from off the roof of the house for 18 yeah. years, job done. But with the girls, yeah, there's a lot more emotion. And, you know, so I learned to be very, uh, have, you know, I kind of built my schedule around being as flexible as possible at any given time, but definitely distinguishing like these doors, you can barely see them right now. When these doors are shut, our, my kids have known since they were little, 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 if the doors are shut, you get mommy, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Cause that, you know, daddy's working now. And mm-hmm. if the doors open, you come right in with anything and the doors are open unless I'm recording typically. But yeah, we did have to make those distinctions. I mean, they're only three and six. You guys are still figuring this out. There's kind of no wrong way to do this. Well, thing, and our right? six-year-old is, is better about that than our three-year-old. Our three-year-old yeah. likes to come in and just open the door and be like, Hey, I'm here. Like, <laughs> yep. you know, yeah, and, and enjoy those years. Laugh, it, the computer it, chair. <laughs> it's yeah. such a brief thing. And, and to be able to communicate to them that there's very few things that are higher priority than you, but you know, there's a very valuable lesson there. I think one of the things our culture almost overcorrects on, and this is, this is me, but I think I could defend my position pretty well is, Hey, if you're going to be a good parent, that means you're at every ballet recital. You're at every game. You're at every practice. You are there. You, they sign up for 18 activities and you are there at every one of them and nothing else matters. You put everything else aside. Like, no, I think it's really good. And I've kind of got the proof now that it's really good for them to see you working. It's like, no, right now, daddy's focusing on serving other people. I'll be serving our family and I'll be there for you later. But right now, other people have things that they need me for. And that's how we provide all these things that we have. You know, with God's help, I'm able to to do things for other people. And that's why we can buy you those dolls that I'd love to play with you later. You know, just put it in perspective what it means to serve others and let them see you serving others. I think that's important too with the, the virtual businesses that we run. They don't really see the people. Right. So anything you can do to help them connect and we did that a lot. And it's it's ingrained in our kids to the point where they've got that entrepreneurial spirit where they they realize that success in life means serving others well. Right. Because they see you doing it a lot. What are you doing right now, dad? It's not that, oh, I've got to type some stuff. It's like, 
there's some people that really need me to type some things for them right now. Right? You bring others into the conversations and those little lessons over time, why can't you play right now? Well, I've got other people who have paid me money to do some work for them and that, that work has to be done. And then I'll have the freedom. That's a big word in our house when they were little. We love that word freedom. It's like, I don't have the freedom right now, but I will have the freedom later. Or do you have the freedom to be on the iPad right now? Did you do all the things you had to do first? That word freedom is a very significant word. And so you, is freedom is something you earn by getting the things that have to be done, done. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a few random thoughts. Hopefully that's helpful to you guys. No, I love I that you asked it. me a question though. I enjoy no, it. It's good. Yeah. That, the, the part about really just, you know, instead of just saying, oh, I have to go work. Well, busy. Then they're like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, but when you put the, you know, you're serving other people and you're, you know, there's a, there's a relationship. There's, there's things that you're not visually seeing to them. Yeah. Uh, that you can relate to them verbally that they can. Yeah. And it's a good way too to teach them the things that matter to us and are important to us. And, you know, we're Christians and what we believe, you know, we're called to do as Christians. And so. Well, your, awesome. your girls are going to benefit greatly from being in an environment where the themes that we've talked about on this program are just, they're living in it every day. Because one of the other things, I think that maybe in something that came up before we were talking, before we hit record, but the, the balance question comes up a lot, you know, because we've done this, we've homeschooled and run business from home and the balance question comes up often. And I've talked about this on this episode before, but I don't look for balance. I don't strive for balance. I don't see balance talked about a whole lot in the Bible. It's a word I can't find necessarily, you know, mentioned all that much, but I do see things like being all things to all men at all times, like merging it all together, be a great spouse and a great dad and a great business owner and and just mush it all together as often as you can. You mentioned that they're putting stickers on boxes with you, that sort of thing. That's significant. Or even have you know the three-year-old draw a pretty picture. You know, we've got to ship out nine boxes. I need nine pretty pictures for the people who are going to get these. And the Amazon workers are the ones that are going to see it, you know, but still she's contributing. So others can benefit later. They love opening I'm sure they love opening those boxes and seeing a little heart picture from a three-year-old, right? She's contributing. <laughs> Right, not all the time, but when she wants some work to do, that's something she could be doing. And and so you're other oriented. You're being a good spouse. You're instilling lessons in your kids. You're serving your customers well, and the other people involved in your business. Like blend it together as much as possible. Don't strive for balance. Strive for blending is is kind of my theme on that one. Um, do you guys do some of that? You mentioned the stickers. Like how? What other ways do your girls contribute? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of times when they see a package that shows up, or they'll there'll be our, um, our living room where they kind of play or watch, you know, some TV or something. They'll, uh, they, you, they can see the, the UPS or, you know, the various delivery trucks come out and they will scream. They will scream to us. Uh, <laughs> that, oh, someone's going to drop the, you know, there's packages, packages. They so, love packages. So I'll come or one of us yep. will come, we'll open the door and if there's ones that they can carry, you know, they'll bring them in and now they don't have to go upstairs. They can just walk directly to our our, gar- our office, garage, yeah, and, uh, yeah, garage office, and um, you know they'll do that, or um, you know they'll help. They love to, they love to mess with the bubble wrap when we have to bubble wrap things. Uh, <laughs> hey, someone's got to gotta do it. That and uh, <laughs> so they'll help hand that kind of stuff to me when I'm I'm making sure that has to be done. Or yeah, uh, yeah just the label. Just, just having them in that environment. Just having them in right. the, yeah. Just yeah. it's such a blessing, man. I, and I don't want to make anybody feel guilty or beat themselves up that they don't have that environment, but. Man, is it beneficial to be able to provide for your family, to be under the same roof, especially as we see our culture just sending all kinds of weird messages like, 
I don't know that I want my kids here and all that all day, every day. I'd, I'd rather have them here. And I don't beat anybody up for not doing life the way oh, we do, yeah. but I sure did see the benefits of having our kids under our roof and Absolutely. they're all very, uh, they turn out very independent and entrepreneurial and running their own businesses and just doing incredible things that surprise and, and just make us so proud every day. All of them have just been great. We have friends who raised great kids and their kids are off doing crazy things now too. I mean, there is no element of, Hey, they're going to make their own choices at some point. Right. Sure. But for we're sure. so blessed that our, our kids have just turned out amazing doing life kind of the way that you guys are describing, just playing it out over 15 plus years. Right. So, and it's kind of funny because, so I was actually homeschooled and so rare back when you were doing it, I'd imagine. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was not like how it is now at all. And so, um, for us, while there was definitely, you know, like we weren't fully sure when we got married, if we were going to be going down that road, but as time has gone on and our daughter was ready to enter school, we knew that, especially because it happened, um, during the pandemic, um, we knew like Mm -hmm. we're going to keep her at home. (laughs) And so, you know, that's also been something that's been really cool for me to see because I was raised in an environment where I was home all the time and my parents were teaching me things. And even though they weren't running a business, um, and so I'm, excited that we're adding that on. It's really cool because I can, I can honestly say, you know, Hey, these are the benefits that have affected my own life. And I'm excited to pass those on. Yeah. To Did you have siblings? I'm curious, just doing a little, how many? Um, three younger sisters, three younger sisters, not to we're put home. too much pressure on this, but I'm just curious, like what's your relationship with them? Having been homeschooled? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've all kind of ended up in some different places, um, but overall, we all have very good relationships with each other. We all talk. We're not estranged in any way. You know, I'm closer with um, one sibling and actually my youngest sister in particular. Um, we're yeah. like friends, even though we're uh, basically 10 years apart, but we have, all of us have good relationships. So when we hopefully all- that's not too personal. I mean, we can certainly oh, no. cut it out if you want me to later, <laughs> but I'm always curious because, you know, homeschool families, I tend to, I see this trend of, you know, a lot of other options that you have to educate your kids ends up with your kids on kind of completely different planets as strangers. But I see this trend of homeschool, like, hey, you're together a lot. You're doing life. You're learning lessons together. It's kind of, you know, you end up being fairly close as a family unit. And and like I said, we don't all have the same opinions on things or choose to Mm -hmm. live the same way. But as far as our relationship, we are all, we all have a good relationship and we all respect one another, um, despite some of our differences. So I'm very thankful for that. I love love all my and yeah. maybe that is the home homeschooling aspect of it. Probably, I, I know, do believe it, that it was instilled in us that you know, hey, we're family. Like you know, mm-hmm. we look out for each other. We're we're no matter figure this out. We're different yeah. things. Yeah, they still. I mean, and even one of her sisters is is out of the state, whereas the rest of them are here. And so you know, but still, they both still both call each other, both still talk, you know, make an effort. So that's great. I know as a parent, you know, you want that for your kids. You don't understand it till you have your own kids. And you're like, yeah, I really want that for my kids. (laughs) You don't understand why your parents care so much about it. That's that's hitting hitting her at home right here. I want my girls to be best friends. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only so much we can do, but I I think, you know, working on something together that serves others well, you know, it kind of reminds me not to soapbox too long on this point, but one of the examples I heard a mentor of mine, Daniel Lapp, and I refer to him often, he tells the story of one of the greatest tragic lessons that came from popular entertainment, say the eighties and nineties is your best friends are the people that you choose to hang out with on the weekends. Once you finally get to escape your work. Mm-hmm. You think of shows like Friends, you know, we, none of us knew what those people did for a living. And yeah. if, if, if it was anything significant, they hated it. They, their boss was an idiot. Their coworkers were all just clowns. But finally, 
the evening or the weekend comes and I can hang out with my my friends, right? Mm -hmm. And so many shows kind of had that theme and our culture kind of adopted that, but that's not reality. The reality is the people that you're building things with and serving others well right alongside, those become your closest relationships in life. And so, you know, get them into the business, get them working together. And like I said, that car that just pulled up, I'm pointing at it right here. You guys can't see it, but out my front window, you know, two of my kiddos coming back from the warehouse, working hard together today, maybe nitpicking at each other a little bit, but at the end of the day, they love each other. They've accomplished something significant for others. They've been paid well to do it. They're going to be close for life, I think. They're very close. So yeah, I love that we got kind of got off onto a non-businessy theme here, family, but I think it's a good good thing to work in from time to time. Just the reality of what does it look like? This e-commerce work from home slash homeschool, if you can do it kind of model. Well, and that was for us why, you know, Brandon really wanted to go full time was because it was important to him to be be here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Um, just what we want to do with our family culture and within our home is very important to us. And so e-commerce and Amazon just fits right into that. And so we're excited about that. Yeah. And he you know, yeah, lots, lots of possibilities. Um, yes. I know you've talked about them on other podcasts, but just all the other avenues you can do a supplemental income as well is some stuff mm-hmm. we I as well. Um, we do sell things on other platforms as well. And we hope to maybe grow in that uh, when we kind of have the replens thing growing as well. So yeah, some things you know. more um, just kind of click in or having some yeah. employees, things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's always ways to improve and grow and automate and yes. and uh, you know, so you you're constantly building that list of, hey, here's all the here's all the jobs that gotta be done. Which of those are things that only I can do? It's a pretty short list. It's always gonna be shrinking mm-hmm. and you know, keep automating and maybe you give away some of that 20 points of margin to automate and free up more of your time and you can start doing other things now. That's how you make the yeah, that's how you build the multiple income streams. I mean, that's the journey I've been on for 20 years doing the things that only I can do as much as possible, outsourcing everything else to someone else and just, you know, grow a team, grow a community and serve well and do the things that I, you know, this podcast seems to resonate with people. When we first started, I wasn't sure, but now this is something that I do. This is one of the core requirements of the job (laughs) description that I have is like be in the face. Like I don't like being the face necessarily, but this is kind of where God has ushered me to. And this is the opportunity to moment and we've got other great people on the team doing these other roles. So yeah, it's, it's an incredible journey, but certainly a multiple income stream opportunity ahead of you guys as well to, to tack on these other things and yeah, beautiful. Well, what else do you guys want to talk about? What else is on your mind? Anything else on your list for today that lessons for maybe the community or people who are new, some encouragement maybe, or just you know, speak from your hearts again? Well, you kind of mentioned it as far as automating things and, um, you know, delegating as far as adding an employee and a team and things like that. And we're excited to kind of grow that. Obviously, we have a benefit since we do this together. You know, I I know a lot of times we listen to the podcast and there'll be one, you know, one person, whether they're married or not. And so it's nice that we have each other to kind of see like how far can we go and add on more. So we're excited about that. But I think I would just really encourage people like, again, that building a community is so huge. And I think sometimes it can be really nerve wracking. So the way that I actually got involved in this community is because I reached out to somebody and I said, Hey, I know you don't really know me, but can I just ask you some questions and pick your brain? And that person was so kind enough to talk with me. And it turned into, I mean, just me having the courage, I think, to put myself out there a little bit 
has grown something that it's still kind of mind boggling to me when I think about how yeah. much information I've been given or shared with, or even, yeah, it's just been really awesome. And so I would encourage people, you know, put yourself out there, you know, there's people on the Facebook group. Um, you know, if you pay attention, you know, reach out, ask them some questions and, and find your tribe, find your people so you can grow and learn from each other and, I can honestly say that that has been the number one thing that has grown our business, whether not, I mean, the trainings are wonderful and you can train and do all of those things all day long, but people's personal experiences and their encouragement are going to be what gets you. um, I really believe will help you grow. So yeah, you you don't have to do this alone. (laughs) Yeah. So well, trying to is actually, is actually dangerous. You know, we think, oh, it's e-commerce. I'm going to plug away on my own. Well, you'll, you'll get burned out a little It'll, uh, I don't know, you'll get buried in the details or you'll get frustrated or uh, there's just something about the psychology of two. I mean, I remember doing chores with my brother as a kid, you know, like if I went and did all the chores myself and just said, hey, you can have the day. It'd take me two hours. We go do them together and it takes us half an hour. You'd think it would take us half the time, but no, it cuts it down so dramatically to have mm-hmm. someone else alongside doing it with you. Yes. That synergy you're, effect. You're encouraged also to, you know, just by having that help, you're also encouraged to keep going with it. And mm-hmm. if you know you do what you will, that's I mean, we've had bad days, yeah, sales or just problems or you know, you know, set you know, minor setbacks here and there. It's, it wasn't an easy journey and it won't, you know, necessarily no, always work a, out perfectly. Know, but yeah, when she has these people to contact and be like, hey this is something new. This is a, you know, certain problem. Like, you know, Hey, what can we have? And we've got a resource actually. I don't mention it very often on the podcast, but you can figure out who lives near you in our Facebook group too, and reach out to them individually. We encourage that. You know, yeah. we don't like to see posts where people say, Hey, I'm from Plano, Texas. Who lives near me? You're like, okay, we've got 70,000 people here. You know, we don't <laughs> want a whole bunch of posts like that, obviously, but sure. you can get in and research and say, who lives within a reasonable distance of me? And you get a list of people that you can reach out to and contact one at a time and say, hey, you want to form a relationship? Or like or like you already said, you can reach out, Tori, to people that kind of resonate with you. Like, ah, you know, we show up in a lot of the same conversations. We're kind of have a similar mindset here. I think I'm going to reach out to that person. Nothing wrong with that. I really believe it. You start seeing a name pop up all the time. Like there was definitely, I think at the time, it was over account health stuff. And that's what I wanted to ask her some questions on. And we just started talking and had very similar goals. And yeah. and then she was like, here, meet all these other people. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've formed many relationships. And so we're, we're really excited. I'm so excited for August to see these people and finally hang out. Yep, and it's you're like, absolutely going to love it. It's yeah. the first time you're around this community is a very special, just, uh, you know, I left that first, you know, we've done 10 of these now and it hasn't gotten old by any means, but I kind of know what to expect now, sure. but it's, it really feels like that summer camp experience. If you had like a really good summer camp experience as a kid, we like, you didn't want it to end and it just kind of hangs with you, mm-hmm. you know, and in such a way, like it affects the next few months of your life to just, you feel the impact of it. It's that kind of thing. Yes. And, um, you know, there's a spiritual element to it. It's very uplifting and encouraging. And yes. I'm excited about some of the special guests we've got. We haven't really talked to you guys about yet a whole lot either. So that uh, they're going to be there. That's just people that have meant a lot to me in my life that have spoken into a lot of other lives. And it's going to be a powerful event. And, and just seeing the people putting faces to names, it's going to be amazing. So that's The Proven Conference. It's in August 12th through 14th in Louisville, Kentucky. So be there. There'll be a link in the show notes. 
you guys are both going to be there, which is awesome. But no, what else is on your, what else is on your list? What else is on your mind? Uh, I think that you honestly touched on everything that we had written down. So that's awesome. I'm okay. glad we were able to go through all that. Cool. Well, wow. it, it's a great episode. Great just kind of having a conversation about uh, you know life and business. And I love drifting from time to time into the more general, you know, family, schooling, relational type of topics because that's what it's all about. If you don't have those elements healthy, your business health is kind of irrelevant. Right. You know, you, you can't just be successful in business and have an unhealthy family and be physically unfit and have a horrible relationship with your kids. And like, then it, it just doesn't matter. Right. So I like integrating those topics into these shows, you know, frequently. And so thanks for spending some time on that, Tori and Brandon. Good, to, yeah. good getting yeah. to know you guys a little bit. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Well, let me talk to the listeners for just a second as we start to wrap this one up. Those of you who hung hung out with us today, we're certainly appreciative of that. We had a good time, even if you didn't though. So hopefully you did, but we had a good time getting to know each other. But uh, hey, we'd love to invite you. This is your invitation. Come to the conference in August, if you can, in Louisville, theprovenconference.com. Or if you're not quite ready for that step, jump into our free Facebook group. We talked about it a lot today. There's a link at silentgym.com. You can go there anytime. It's, it's free. We actually just recently passed 69,000 members. We're very strict about who gets in. It's not a bunch of clowns and spammers and negativity. It's people who are building businesses and they're there trying to help others do the same thing. That's a lot of people with a very similar mindset. You're going to find a lot of support and camaraderie. And maybe like Tori found a few really good friends that you can hang out with on a regular basis and connect with. So we want you to be there. And if I could ask a little favor, if you're listening today and you've never done this before, hey, leave us a review, leave us some feedback on YouTube, a thumbs up, or ideally get over onto iTunes and leave us a written review. We love those. That really helps boost the show because we have a $0 marketing budget around here. We rely on other great people like you to tell people, other great people, Kind of like Lisa told Tori and Brandon about this community. Hey, could you do the same thing? Maybe change someone's life. We'd sure love that. But on behalf of the entire team, all the admins, the moderators, coaches, great people like Tori now on the coaching team, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening today. We're here to serve you. God bless you, business building warrior, until we talk again. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening today. One last thing before we wrap up, a quick reminder. Now that this episode is over, get over to theprovenconference.com and get your tickets for the event coming up August 12th through 14th, 2022. Your fellow listeners to this show are going to be there. Successful students that you've heard interviewed on this podcast, they're going to be there. Over 60 coaches from our team, they're going to be there. This is an incredible event. You cannot afford to miss it. It's an incredible investment in the future success of not just your business, but those vital relationships that you need, we talk about all the time. This will propel your life and your business forward. You're going to benefit tremendously from this. Do not miss this opportunity. We've done it multiple times in the past. Over 98% of all attendees say, yes, I'm coming back. The event gets bigger and better every single time. Theprovenconference.com. There's a link in the show notes. We want you to be there. Do not miss this. We'll see you there. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.